Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Healthy is Hot podcast. I'm your host, Chloe Wilde, TV host by day, sweatpant connoisseur by night, and a health and a life coach always. From hashtag to movement, we believe that loving all sides of you is what's healthy, and healthy is hot. Come hang out as we have raw, real conversations with badass individuals living passionate lives, thriving to make their dreams come true and diving deep into how they got to where they are. And the best part, how health is a key component of all of it. From the highs to the lows, we get into it. From fitness to mental health to aspirational careers, get ready to be inspired. Also, we don't hold back. There might be swearing, there's definitely gonna be some laughing. And hopefully you can take something away from these conversations to live your best life, to live your healthiest hot life. Brought to you by Clarence. HIH community, you are in for a treat. Today we have got Terry, who is many things, a mom of three girls and a wife to an amazing man, an ex-executive for large multinational companies. And she decided it was time to change her life. She is now a body confident woman who believes that her body and all bodies should be celebrated regardless of shape and size, which is something we wholeheartedly believe in here in our community as well. She's on a journey to live her healthiest life and she's slowly discovering what this means to her. Oh, I can't wait to find out more. She loves sharing powerful social media content about life, food, exercise, fashion, and beauty. Legit, some of my favorite things. Terry, welcome to the pod. Hello, how are you? I'm good. I'm so grateful that we connected recently on an IG live. Um, that was the the first time that I got to hang out with you virtually. And leading up to that live, I had a few women in my life message me and be like, oh my gosh, you're going to be doing an Instagram live with Terry. I love her. She's amazing. And I was like, all right, Terry has got a solid community that vibes so hard with what you put out into the world. And it's really, really easy to see why it's inclusive it's inviting it's relatable um it's kind of all the things you look for in someone to kind of join their community especially in the health and wellness space so i'm just so glad we got to do that live and immediately after i was like uh i need this boss babe on the podcast that's it was so much fun it was so much fun if you go back five years you know my whole life was work for large companies in you know vice president roles chief operating officer roles And my whole life was consumed with work and then my family. And I kept telling myself that. And I was like, I have no time to take care of me. And um, really this whole journey started as I wanted to lose weight. Like I did not want to be large anymore. It was uncomfortable. Um, I wanted to look thinner. I wanted to look a certain way. So that's how this started. So I literally left my corporate job joined a smaller company where I had more flexibility. I could work from home and said, I'm going to put it out into the world and I'm going to let people follow my, what was a weight loss journey. And I have to tell you, like anyone who knows me was like floored because I was the most private person. And I had to be in the roles that I had, like I could not be out there on social media. I could not do all those things. I not only did I put myself up. I put my weight number out there. I put my start weight was 278 pounds. I put everything out to the world and my family, my friends, my colleagues were like, she is nuts. She's absolutely nuts. Like she's lost it. So I actually took the summer off focused on starting my weight loss journey. I did keto. I exercised. I weighed in every week publicly. Um, and 
that was the beginning of the journey. And then that morphed. And then, you know, I, I lost some weight. Everybody celebrated. The community started to grow a little bit. And then the weight stopped dropping. And it was very uncomfortable. And nobody judged me. I judged myself. Yeah. I was like, what am I doing wrong? Why isn't the scale moving? And then it started to morph to say, you know what? Like it a year, it turned into a year, it turned into two years. And I just said, I have never felt better in my life like forget the scale, like just forget the scale. It will come. And if it doesn't, that's okay too, you know? And my brother has said like, maybe there's something going on. Maybe you need to get your hormones checked because like, I truly, I mean, if you lived with me, like I eat healthy, I exercise, I do all the things. And it's like, my body is just not programmed to be other than what it is, you know, and I go up and down or whatever. So I've accepted that. And now this community has grown dramatically. It is super supportive. There's not one negative voice in my community. Like I don't get, you know, everyone calls the trolls or whatever. I mean, every now and again, but it just doesn't happen. And we just support ourselves. We're doing a 2022 health challenge right now. And it's not about, I need to lose 10 pounds, but no, it's about moving our bodies. It's about feeling confident. Of course, I love food. I'm obsessed with the air fryer. So I throw out air fryer recipes all the time and we just have fun. And this has morphed into the journey. So there is no end goal anymore. This is just how I live now. And I've, I've never been happier. And I think that's the, that's the beautiful thing about when you put in the work like you have and you go through all the obstacles and the highs and the lows is you reach a point where you realize, like, am I doing this for right now or am I doing this for my life? And I yeah. think you have to go through a lot of shit to get to that place where you can you can wholeheartedly accept that you're doing this now for your life because we live in a yeah. world where instant gratification is everything. Yeah. But when you choose to be healthy for your life, it changes everything. It changes the way you look at food and you look at movement and you look at kind of how you live your life on yes. a day-to-day -day basis. Yeah. And you're like, am I being the best version of me? Um, whether it's as a partner, as a mother, as a friend, or just for yourself. Yes. And yeah. all of a sudden, then if that can become your why, it gets a little bit easier to kind of deal with the ebbs and flows. I'm just shook that because you, when you when you talk to you and you look at your Instagram, you're such a personality. Like there's yeah. so much entertainment and energy exuding from you. Like I can't imagine the you that didn't share that with the world. Like that to me almost feels like such a juxtaposition that I'm just like, wait, what? Terry was never I, just like this. You know, it's oh. so it's so funny because I have uh, a friend that has worked on my team from for 20 years. So she has like I'm going to say followed me. We've moved together from company to company to company. These large companies. And she's with me now at this smaller company. She's joined me there. And she's like, you are so different. Like you're such, like, you're so different. It's unbelievable. Like I was very serious. Um, always felt like I had to put on a face, um, a negative. I was a ne like, always found the fault, like not positive. And I just, and, and, you know, I changed as a mom, as a result of this journey, like everything in my life changed and everything is so much better. Like you know, my middle daughter has um, anxiety and, you know, I, I feel like, you know, I probably contributed to, to, to that because I was always like, we must do this by a certain timeline. We must, you know, things must be done in a certain order. There needs to be a to-do list and you have to check things off. And now I'm like, oh, it'll work itself out. Don't like, oh, don't worry about it. My oldest is like, where, where were you? <laughs> 
because my youngest daughter is like, I'm like, ah, oh, you'll be fine on the math test. Oh, just study the best you can. Her was like, you must get 90. You must go to business school. You must. And she's like, where were you when I was 16? I'm like, I know, I know. I feel so bad. I said, but, but you got notes in your lunchbox with hearts. And Julia, I'm like, ah, oh, figure out your own lunch. <laughs> so I've developed like in all aspects of my life, but there is a dramatic change in who I am today versus who I was five years ago, for sure. Wow, which is really inspiring for anyone listening to this who feels like, you know, maybe some changes could be made. Um, You can do it. You can do it. You can do it at any point in your life. You just need to figure out like what that catalyst is Um, for you. What was that catalyst? Like, was there a moment where you're like, I can't feel like this anymore. Something has to change, you know, because you could have kept living the way you were living. You could have not jumped on this health journey for your life, but, but you did. Yeah. And for me, it was, you know, I'll give you a bit of history. Like I have struggled with, you know, I'm going to call it my weight. Um, since I can't remember not struggling with it. I can remember grade five struggling with it. So, um, I even had weight loss surgery when I was in my early thirties, which I had reversed later. Um, and I lost all the weight and I thought this whole time and, you know, it was all about the weight. You know, if I just was skinny, I would be happy. And and listen, replace that with whatever. If I just got my promotion, I would be happy. If I just bought that house, I would be happy. If I just, if I just, and what I realize is if you just live and enjoy the things that you have, and I know that sounds like, I listen to myself and I'm like, oh, and I'm like, no, no, you'll see when you turn 40, you'll get it. I say this all the time to my kids. I'm like, I wish I could take my brain and just put it. And my mom used to tell me the same thing. And I'm like, I'm like, don't stress. Like it will be fine. Enjoy what you can accept what you can't control. But the catalyst for me was I tried, I mean, every diet under the sun, every weight loss surgery pills. I mean, you name it, I tried it and they worked in ebbs and flows. I was at a job traveling like literally like three weeks out of the month. Um, I wasn't seeing my family. My, my oldest was off at university. My middle was about to go. I'm like, I'm missing everything. Um, I was gaining weight. I felt tired when I woke up in the morning and I just said, I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. And I said to my husband, and listen, I had a big job. I brought a lot of money into the household. And I was like, what's the point? What's the point of all this? If I wake up and every morning, I swear, this is true. Every morning, my husband, beat, we'd both be in the bathroom. It's like 5am. And I'm like, I'm like, Hey, have I told you lately that I hate my job? <laughs> and this was every morning, every, and we would laugh, right? We would laugh. And I would wake up every morning. I'm like, Hey, Hey, have I ever told you? And he's like, okay. Okay. And then one day I just said, that's it. That's it. And listen, you know, not everybody has that privilege who can just walk away from a job, but I walked away from a lot and we made some significant lifestyle changes to accommodate that move significant. And, um, I don't regret it for a second because for the first time, truly, not weight loss surgery. And listen, weight loss surgery is the right way to go for a lot of people. Trust me. But for me, I needed to get healthy in my mind. Yeah. I needed to get my mind straight. And I never knew that until this journey. Wow. Yeah. If you can get that friends, oh my gosh, it's amazing. What can happen? Like what how people ask me all the time, like how, like, yeah. how did you, how, like at 278 pounds when it was, when you, when it was hard to walk to the end of the block, how did you do it? And that's how people ask me because, you know, some people, you know, 180 is way too much weight for their body. Some people 350 pounds, like everyone has a different starting point. And you know what I, 
And I, I have this conversation with my family all the time. I'm like, it's so hard to verbalize um, how to, to that switch. But the only tip I can give to start a health journey, not a weight loss journey is you have to start because it's not going to come like, you know, and I say this all the time. I like to be as transparent as possible. A year in, I still hated to exercise, like hated it every day. Like I still did not see the benefits. The couch still called my name. Like I saw the benefits physically, but in my head, it wasn't like, Oh, I can't wait to go for my run. No, no. Some people like 90 days, new habit. Listen, I, I read, I don't know if you read the book atomic habits, but like, it's a very good book, but it does take a long time. Like you have to commit to the process with no timeline. And that's so hard to do because you don't see the results right away, you know? And so for me, it was walk for 10 minutes every day. That sounds so small. It sounds so small, but it's not small to show up every day. It's not, that is actually very hard. doesn't matter if it's 10 minutes, 30 minutes, one hour, doesn't matter. Actually putting, we talked about this on the live, the sports bra on every day to go for that walk or to do whatever it is you want to do in terms of movement. That is what's hard. Yeah. It's not the actual workout. It's actually doing it every day. And so if you can commit to that, and I always say, don't start with something that's like overzealous, like just you're, you're, you will quit. Yeah. You will stop because it's too hard. Do something that's achievable, you know? 10 minutes a day was where you started. And now where you're at, like where I, um, last summer, I say this now, I don't think I could do it today if I'm honest, but I ran 10 kilometers last summer. Um, I, I told this story this week. This is a true story. I have to tell you this. Okay. And now I can say it with my husband, not in the house and I can be a little bit more more transparent. So I was like, today's the day I woke up, no plans. The sun was shining. It was like cool out. It was like perfect running temperature. I'm like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to run the 10 kilometers. My husband's like, yeah, do it. It's amazing. I'm like, I'm going to (laughs) run 10 kilometers downhill to make it achievable. I don't care. It's still 10 kilometers. So from my house, I live in Whitby, a a suburb of the GTA down towards Lake Ontario. The whole way is down. I was like, Brian, Brian's my husband. I'm like, Brian, I'm going to, I'm going to land at this spot meet me there. Cause there's no way I'm going to be able to walk at the end of that 10 kilometers. You got to be there. Like, don't let me show up. And like, I'm alone, right. Yeah. I'm running. I got my, my earphones in. Like, it's just, you know, it's just one of those days where like every step you're like, I'm living my best life. The sun is shining. Well, I show up. It's a very busy intersection. No Brian in sight. You understand me? Like no husband in sight. I'm jumping up and down like a complete crazy person. Everyone like is staring like, and I'm like, I can't believe I just ran 10 kilometers. Like, I can't believe this just happened. No one there. Then I start reality sets in like, truly no one's there. I'm like calling. He's not answering. I stood there for 30 minutes without anyone to celebrate with. Okay. True story. So he had said, uh, he decided he was going to go golf. Okay. And he handed off the pickup responsibility to my oldest daughter, Tierra, who they miscommunicated and she thought, oh, she's going to call me when she gets there. Oh, no. Anyways, yeah. So I was like, oh, my gosh, I got so mad. I'm like, I ran a 10 kilometers. Do you understand how hard that is? You're not even there to pick me up. You have to go play golf on that day. But it was a huge accomplishment. Could I do it today? I don't think so. Do, do I? Um, because I haven't trained for it. 
Um, 10 kilometers is no joke. Like friends, 10 kilometers is a substantial distance that like it's important to train for and mentally prepare and physically prepare for. So just like 10 kilometers is no small feat. I mean, it certainly was not to me. And, and I do carry a lot of extra weight. So I always say at a lot of points in my journey, losing the body weight became about, it would be so much easier to run if I had to carry less. Like it became a lot about that, not about the number on the scale. Um, and now, and I get into different things and I don't judge myself for it. Like right now I'm into boot camps. I use, um, um, and the, I don't own a Peloton bike, but I use their app because I find it easy to use and I'm into boot camps. but then, you know, I'll be done with Peloton and I might do some personal training or I might do, um, some running I, and I just allow myself to do what I feel like doing. But I go back to everyone's like, Hey, well, I never feel like working out. So then what, that's when you hold yourself accountable to doing small things every day until one day you wake up and say, I feel like it. But even, even three years in, like I had my, my um, COVID, my third COVID booster shot this week. Yeah. I thought it was going to be fine. I was not fine. It knocked me out for two days. I could not move my body for two days. I was had fever. And today I'm like, okay, I have to do it. I still don't feel like it. It's like three years ago today. Like, it's crazy how your mind works. It just brought me way back. I'm like, now it's going to be a struggle mm. to get in, in my clothes to work out because, because I took a few days off because I wasn't feeling well. It's crazy how you revert back to your old habits. Oh yeah. I mean, it's a, like a lifetime of habits that you're, you're working against. It's going to take, it's going to take time. And like you said, 100%. there's going to be good days and bad days and be days where your, your period has taken you out and you're like, Oh, all right. And then it makes it a little bit harder to show up when you do start to feel better. And maybe like to your point, maybe that's when you go back to the little steps, you know, maybe yes. that's when you go back to the little goals and you're like, all right, well, maybe a 10 minute walk is what I have in me. Yes. Like, let's just keep the habit going. Dun, 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 dun. It is time for Chloe's Clarence pick of the week. Um, I will get better at singing friends. And if I don't, I love you so much for sticking it out. Okay. I want to talk about nighttime routines. I'm pretty pretty anal when it comes to my skincare regimen, both in the morning and at nighttime. But at nighttime is when I like to carve out a little bit of extra time, a little bit of extra self-care moments, and really allowing myself to enjoy the process of washing my face and putting serum on it and putting on the cream. And just, I like to make it a whole vibe because sleep is really, really important to me. And my face care at nighttime is just as important. So what I want to talk to you about this week is the multi-active range, but they're nighttime innovation. So the key ingredient here is organic California poppy, okay? This extract from this flower is so cool because this flower actually closes at night to regenerate itself, which helps compensate for harmful effects of late nights and interrupted sleep. Um, yes, please. The skin appears more rested. It appears smoother and more toned upon waking. And I can, um, I can confirm all of this. I'm not going to lie. I feel cuter in the morning when I use this than when I don't. So take this hot tip from me. Get yourself the nighttime innovation of the multi-active range. Let's get back to the chat. 
I'd love to talk about food a little bit because I know, A, you are the air fryer queen, but you posted online, we kind of talked a little bit about how you've tried like every fad diet under the sun. And I know so many people of all body sizes can relate to that. Mm -hmm. I mean, it wasn't that long ago that everywhere you looked in media, it was like, do this diet, do that diet, do this diet, Uh, get your summer body, New Year's resolutions. And I hate that talk anyways. Um, But you shared on social and I love the way you engage with your community. And you started with a question. It was how many diets have you tried? And then you go on to say that you've tried more than you can count. Some quote unquote worked, some didn't. And in 2019 was when you said you were done with fad diets and you wanted a healthy, balanced lifestyle. Yeah. And I love that you go on to share that you wanted to enjoy your favorite foods. Again, Mm -hmm. I love that. I, I think there's no such thing as like good and bad foods. Yeah. And you wanted to live a healthy lifestyle. But you also admitted in the post that you needed to mend your relationship with food. You needed to work on not obsessing over food and you needed to find balance, which is such a beautiful word, but it is such a difficult world as well. I mean, that is a lot to work on your relationship with food, to um, focus on the obsession part, to stay away from fad diets and to also enjoy your favorite foods while still being on your health journey. And I mean, it it almost sounds too good to be true, right? Like, oh my gosh, wait, you can, you can enjoy your relationship with food. You can enjoy your favorite foods, but also still stay on track. Like for anyone listening who feels like that is too good to be true. Like, is it? Yeah. I mean, it's funny because I don't know that I'll ever have a mended relationship with mm. food. I don't know if that's possible for me, um, but I know I'm, a, I'm way further along in the journey than I was three years ago. Um, and it's funny. I learn as I go. So I'm not drinking at the moment. Like I'm not having, like I, I love, I don't drink hard alcohol ever. I don't drink beer, but I love wine. Like I love wine, mm. but I haven't had wine in January. And I'm going to tell you, I was, I was having this conversation with my husband last night. I feel amazing. And I make, I'm realizing I make way better food choices for me when I'm not having wine. So I'm, I'm figuring, so I'm trying to listen to my body and it's like, okay, so I don't snack at night and I don't have wine every night, but call it Friday, Saturday, but somehow the wine is tied to me snacking, even when I don't have wine, because Mm -hmm. I don't even feel tempted right now to snack after dinner. Like I'm full, I'm fine. So I'm trying to figure out, and this is what balance is all about. I'm trying to figure out why by changing the habit of having wine on the weekend, has it had a positive effect across the entire week? Wow. What's that about? I I haven't figured it out yet, but I've now realized and made that connection. So I'm like, Hmm. So we have friends coming over Saturday. So I'm like, Hey, Brian, are you going to have wine? Because, and, and he's like, he annoys me because he has such a great relationship with food. He doesn't even give it another thought. Do you know what I mean? He feels like a glass of wine. He has a glass of wine. He feels like fruit. He has fruit and he's very well balanced. I'm like, it's so impressive. He's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Cause he doesn't even understand. He's You're like, like you, know, you, don't if you want a glass of wine, time, what you ate, what you haven't eaten, what, right. you're eat, what can you eat? What should you eat? What- yeah. <laughs> he's like, you're thinking, he said this to me last night. He's like, it's Thursday. Like, why are you worried about if you're gonna have a glass of wine on Saturday? I said, because well, what if it like knocks me off? Like, I feel so good right now. He's like, oh, he's like, Terry, do you want a glass of wine? Have a glass of wine. Like that's his mentality. And I'm trying to figure out why do I feel so much better? Because I stopped having wine Friday and Saturday. I'm like, what's that about? So for me, for balance, like I started this health journey doing keto, the keto diet. Some people call it keto lifestyle, whatever you want to call it. 
And that was actually the perfect thing for me to do to start this journey in that moment. So mm-hmm. I don't want to take away from that. I needed the structure of what I could and could not eat because my mind, like we talked about was not there. Right. And then when all I was eating was meat and cheese, I said, I don't want to live like this. Mm-hmm. I don't want to eat just meat and cheese. And I'm exaggerating to make a point. Keto is more than that, but more or less you're eating, you know, fat protein and pretty much no carbs. Right. And I researched and researched, and this is true. And, you know, I'm a WW partner. Like I partner with WW, but before I ever partnered with WW, I chose WW because I wanted to learn to enjoy a small bowl of chips and not feel like I needed to have the bag. I wanted to learn how to enjoy a glass of wine and not have three glasses of wine. Mm -hmm. And that program helped me. I'm still doing it and I'm still learning. But for me, finding that balance is important because the reality is I like, I'm going to um, Prince Edward County with my mom mid February. And right away I'm like, well, of course we're going to have wine when we play cards. Like, of course it's what we do. Like we're (laughs) Montrealers. We play cards and we drink wine. It's what we do. So, you know, I want to learn to bring one bottle for three days and that be just fine, you know? And so I'm not an expert. I cannot advise people because I haven't figured it out, but I am learning to listen to my body, like to really listen because it's funny. I don't know about you, but as I get older, like if I eat too much salt, I feel it right away. Like I, I legit feel it in my body. Like if I have a two pickles, I can feel swelling in my hands, like, like in your joints where you're like, why? Yes. And like, I say to, I say to my daughter, Julie, I'm like, are you, do you feel, she's like, no. And I'm like, of course, when I was 16, I didn't feel a difference, you know, but I feel it now. So I'm just, and it sounds so like untangible, but I feel it. And I try to listen and that sounds aloof, but again, it's where I'm at in my journey now. So I'm just trying to listen to my body. I try to track what I'm eating and remember how it made me feel and then make decisions on what makes me feel good. Not what I feel like in that moment. Yeah. Like I started in January to, I read a book called, um, how not to die. I don't know if you've read this book. No, say, but I like the drama and the title. I, I'm telling you like, and I would suggest <laughs> make it an audiobook. It's a very large book. <laughs> okay. And so I read it and then I listened to it and it took like two months of my life because it's that big, but it's all, ultimately it's a plant-based it's a Harvard educated doctor who wrote a 15 chapters on the top 15 most common diseases in the States that people die from heart attack, stroke, breast cancer, so on and so forth. And he tells you what to eat to not die from those diseases, more or less. And it's all, and and he correlates it all back to uh, meat byproducts. And so he's completely vegan. So I listened to the whole thing and I said, we're going to eat less meat (laughs) in my family. And they, and people, and listen, I'm not calling myself vegan. I just said, we're going to eat less, meat, yeah. you know, and it has, my body is responding exceptionally well to that. Um, and we haven't cut it out completely, but you know, we have fish on occasion we have chicken on occasion. Um, but I'm listening to my body as it relates to chips. He gave me a tip in this book that now I live by. So he says, if you take the carbohydrates and divide it by the fiber yeah, on the back of the bag, if it's Un, if it's under five, if the result is under five, it's not great because it's still packaged goods and there's salt and whatever, you're good to go. Like, you know, it's decent. And I have found 
healthier alternatives because like you, I have a salty tooth and mm-hmm. I'm not willing again on my balance. I'm not willing to give up the salty, crunchy things yeah. that bring the serotonin and, you know, joy to my life. And so I found these, um, bean chips that are delicious. Now there's lots of sodium and all the other things, but I have it with hummus and it, it gives me the same serotonin joy than, you know, my Lay's salt, um, salt chips, like my basic, you know, plain chips. So I'm just trying to find replacements that I enjoy versus cutting things out. Yeah. You know, cutting things out is not fun. It's not fun. You're going to, if someone tells you, you can't have that now you want it 10 times more, you might not even like it. And you're like, you're telling me I can't have it. I'm going to go and have all of it now. Um, and and that's the thing I haven't cut anything out. Like that's the the key is I have not said to myself, you can't have, if I want to go, like I haven't had, you know, steak at all or red meat at all. But if someone said, Hey, let's go to name a fancy steakhouse. I mean, let's go to Morton's. I probably have the filet mignon because I'm, I'm at Morton's, but I'm eating less of it because it makes me feel better to eat less of it. If that makes sense. Yeah. Oh yeah. Listen to your body. Also, I like the carbohydrate to fiber situation. Yes. Fiber friends is technically a carbohydrate, but it doesn't get processed in your body. It just goes right through it. So when you're looking at the carbs and the fiber, if you want to know how many net carbs there are, Mm -hmm. you subtract them and that's how many net carbs are there. Um, which is why like, I love, I love pasta. So I always try to get like chickpea pasta or red lentil pasta because you're still getting the deliciousness that is pasta. But when you look at the ratio of carbs to fiber, there's so much fiber in there and there's also so much protein. So you're just getting more nutrition value for your buck than you are when you just get traditional pasta. Like that's one of my like hacks. Is I'm you know what I started buying? The pasta I started buying that I like am obsessed with now is um, I actually have seen it in mainstream grocery stores, but uh, Whole Foods has a great assortment of it is just brown rice pasta. And the only ingredient in the pasta is brown rice. That's it. Oh, and it literally tastes like your regular white pasta. Delicious. Okay. It's, it's, and it comes in every shape. You've got the spaghetti noodle, the twirly ones, like all of them. Mm. And we have that once or twice a week. And yeah. Yes. Yes. I mean, Imagine the you five years ago, looking at you now, like not only you, you shared that, like you're way more positive now, yes. you're way more easygoing, you have more energy, you have this wicked community surrounding you. Yeah. Like imagine what she would say if she could like hear I you I don't now. think she'd believe it. There's no way she would believe this. Like, like nobody would have, nobody, you know? And, and what's fun is like my kids celebrate with me, you know, like they'll be like, your video on TikTok got 2.1 million views. I'm like, is that not crazy? Like, it's crazy. It's an air fryer chicken recipe. Like we can't, you know, like we can't even understand why, you know? And they're like, You're, it's so amazing. And, you know, the community's so engaged. And on the days where I don't feel motivated, I could get, like last night, I literally posted, I'm at 7 p.m. I'm still on my laptop. Not because... I want to be, it's because I'm avoiding exercising. Like literally I'm working and I'm telling myself I have to work because I don't want to go exercise. And like my inbox will fill up with get up and go like, you know what I mean? Like, and they'll be like, you know, you you'll feel better after. And I, and it made me get up and go. And it literally made me get up and go. I'm like, they're right. They're freaking right. Let me go get the sports bra on. (laughs) Guys, even Terry, even Terry needs support and a little push. 
exactly what I said last night. I said, it happens to me too. It happens to everybody, you know? So. Uh, how much do you love just the community that's, that's come about of you being you and sharing your health journey, whether it's on it's been, Instagram? It's just been crazy. Like it's just crazy. And it's, it's, it's interesting because um, my TikTok community, I only share air fryer recipes on TikTok. Like I do talk about my journey, but much, much, much less. Um, it's really just recipe after recipe. And they follow me um, to Instagram and then they get to know me on Instagram, you know? So, um, and they're like, oh my gosh, like I had no idea. And it's just so relatable. Name me one female friend that you have that has not had an issue with their body, their weight, how they look, how they feel. I can't name one, literally not one. Maybe my mom. Like I've never heard my mom ever actually ever talk about dieting or whatever like okay she then. just lives her life and if, if she feel if she gets uncomfortable she walks more like if she you know I think if she feels that she's put on a few pounds and her clothes are tight and it's uncomfortable for her she just walks more or cuts back but apart from that everyone I know has issues so it's so great that social media in general is just talking about it so much more and allowing women to be themselves and not try to become something that is not possible for you, you know, and we can't minimize how people look. You can't be like, Oh, you know, that model has this body. Okay. Well, that's her body. Like she shouldn't be ashamed of that either. Like, you know, that's her body. It's just not any more better or prettier than yours. Like they're just bodies, you know? And so that's taken me a long time. And listen, I still have my moments. I look at a magazine cover and I'm like, man, it must be nice. Like I carry all my weight in my stomach. Okay. My husband, I say this to all my husband all the time. I'm actually totally fine with my size. Like I have no issue with my size. It's just my stomach. And it's because it gets in the way, like physically gets in the way. So I want to get rid of it so that I can move better, like do all the things, you know, but it's my body. So I have to learn to live, love, be with it at peace, work in progress. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's a li- lifelong, lifelong journey, but one worth committing to. Yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent. Oh my gosh. Well, Terry, what's next for you in your health journey? Like what are, like, where are you envisioning you going and becoming and glowing up even more? You know, for me, um, I, this is like, it's, it's funny you asked that question because I've been talking about it with my family this week this, this is it for me. This is just how I'm going to live. And, you know, I may look a little bit different in a year from now, maybe not. And that's okay. But it's, I just want people to understand that you don't have to strive to be something that you're not like enjoy where you're, where you are today. And I know that sounds again, the old me could have never related to that statement, you know, and that's why I find it hard to say that because I understand and feel people who say, but I want to be here. And I'm like, that's great. You know, that's great. But hopefully you learn along the way that, um, and athletes say all the time, like, you know, getting up early and doing the workout and becoming better. And like, that's actually the fun part. Like mm. you just don't realize it yet. That is actually the fun. So to me, it's to be more in the moment, stop wanting things I don't have and, and just be patient and it will come. Oh, dropping a little wisdom today. <laughs> Um, and last but not least, I can't speak today, but last but not least, I always like to end the podcast same way. 
And that is, what does healthy is hot mean to you? For some people, it's a mantra, their philosophy towards health, maybe an affirmation they're really feeling. And the beautiful thing is there's no wrong answer. Every answer is always just beautiful. Healthy is looking in the mirror and saying, you look hot. Like, and I'm going to say I'm at a place where like nine times out of 10, I look in the mirror, maybe not the mornings, you know, when you're just out of bed, but when I wait, when I, once I'm done up, I've, you know, set the tone for the day. I'm like, you look great. And I can go out into the world and I can do whatever I want. That's, that's how I feel now. I can feel like whatever I want to do in life, I can go get it because I have the confidence and nobody can tell me any different. Nobody. That's what hot is. It's just that true confidence inside your heart Yes. that you can conquer whatever it is you go after. Oh, well, I'm feeling super fired up. I feel like we can all go, you, me, and H to H community can go out and conquer whatever we want. Um, You are one of a kind, Terry. Honestly, thank you so much for your time. We'll make sure that all the links and descriptions of where you can find more about Terry are down below, but you're wonderful. You're just wonderful. Thanks for having me. I have enjoyed, I am still, listen, we have been talking about this um, lake freeze dip that you do as a family. And uh, I'm trying to gather a group, like maybe a little bit, not right now when it's minus 30, whatever, but like, you know, I'm going to reach out. We're going to do it. Oh yeah. I don't cold dip when it's this cold either. So until it warms up a little bit, you know, like no spring weather, a little bit of spring, (laughs) a little bit of sunshine, a little bit of warmth. (laughs) It's a day fix. Well, 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 who else is feeling fired up and inspired after that chat? Yeah, same here. I can't believe I'm saying this, but just like that, another episode of the Healthy is Hot podcast in the books. Once again, I'm your host, Chloe Wild. And look, if you enjoyed this, go ahead and subscribe so you never miss out. Rate and leave us a cute little comment. Follow us on Instagram at Healthy is Hot. And remember, healthy is fucking beautiful. We'll see you next week. Brought to you by Clarence.